Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. This year's Collaborative Summer Library Program theme is All Together Now. The theme focuses on friendship, unity, kindness, and togetherness. We've asked various MLC staff to give a quick overview of a book or movie they love that they feel fits the theme. Want to hear seven different recommendations? Then stay tuned. I'm Amanda Miner. I'm a library consultant here at MLC. For the All Together Now theme for summer library program this summer, I chose to talk about one of my favorite books, The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. This is a middle grade novel that opens with a triple homicide. This may not sound like a book that champions friendship, unity, and togetherness, but it is. After his family is murdered, a young boy escapes his house and enters a nearby graveyard. A group of ghost ghouls, werewolves, and vampires find him and claim him as their own. This is a great example of found family. The inhabitants of the graveyard band together to raise this human child and prepare him for the living world. It's so sweet and creepy, and there's a lot of fun adventures along the way. The Graveyard Book is a perfectly spooky jungle book retelling, perfect for fans of Wrinkle in Time, Howl's Moving Castle, and Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. All right, Neil Gaiman has written lots of other books. He's really popular. Um, The only books I had read prior to this book by him were Coraline as a Child, which I really liked, and Ocean at the End of the Lane, which is, I believe, a book for adults, but kind of maybe could be YA too. I really enjoyed both of those, but this is by far my favorite by him. And I actually, the first time I read it, I was an adult. I was, it was several years ago that I read it for the first time. I didn't realize until after the fact that it was a Jungle Book retelling. And then I read the author's note and saw that it was a Jungle Book retelling. And that made it even better to me that once I realized that. But it's a really great book. I think all ages would like it. I would recommend it probably for eight and up. But it's a really good book that I think fits into the All Together Now theme. Hi, my name is Elizabeth. I am a reference and social media librarian here at the Mississippi Library Commission. I am here today to talk a little bit about this year's summer library program, All Together Now, um, with its themes of kindness, friendship, and unity. I picked out a couple of picture books that I've picked up in the last few years that I think really exemplify this year's themes. Um, The first one is Dress Up Day by Blanca Gomez. It is a really cute book about a little girl who has to miss Dress Up Day because she's sick and so her mom says, oh, no problem because everyone loves Dress Up Day. I used to love Dress Up Day. No problem. You don't have to miss out on this why don't you just wear your costume the next day? So she goes to school the next day dressed as a rabbit. She is the only one, of course, and everyone kind of makes fun at her at first until this other little child who was also sick. So, you know, that sickness was going around the school. One of my favorite illustrations on this book, when he saw me, he came running Be sad no more, little rabbit. Your carrot is here because he dresses as a carrot. And then they run around the 
playground and all the other little kids see how much fun they're having and want to play too and then the next day they show up in their costumes again because like I said everyone loves dress up day it's a great story for little little kids there's not a lot of text it has bright cheery drawings and it's just really really sweet a lovely little book about friendship And then the other one I wanted to mention is Lala's Words by Gracie Zhang. So Lala's Words is about a little girl. She's not wild. She just, she doesn't like to sit still. She likes to go outside and have fun and play and get dirty. And she loves plants. And she takes her little bucket of water to water the plants every day. And she whispers to them and tells them nice things. And then her mom finally gets fed up with her and says, look, you're dirty. You're just too wild. You need to stay inside today. And so all day she thinks about her little plant friends and she whispers nice things to them from afar. And then the next morning, suddenly she wakes up and it's cooler outside and the sun isn't quite so bright because all of her plant friends have grown super big so that they can come and like be near her. And her mom looks outside and says, you know what? You are so very special. I love you so much. And she felt warm inside. And then she goes outside to play and be with her plant friends. And it's just such a great story about friendship and kindness and love. It's really sweet. And it also does not have a lot of text. So it's good for for younger kids. So those are my two very favorite picture books that I've read recently that are about friendship. Hey, my name is Alex Brower, and I'm the Information Services Director at the Mississippi Library Commission. And my book that I was going to talk about for the summer reading program this year is The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. I'm sure that comes to a surprise to no one. I love this book and I think it really embodies the spirit of all together now. It's about a family, but like a chosen family because there's an orphanage and so no one, you know, they're not technically brothers and sisters, but they have really created their own space and created their own family and they all love each other and respect each other's differences and their talents and everyone is just so kind except of course the big bad bureaucratic government agency which wants to tear this family apart they make it through they defeat bureaucracy which is wonderful in the book there's also a town who looks down on and is really scared of the orphanage where all these children live who have these magical powers and they do a lot of like really scary things and they just treat the children so terribly whenever they go in you know the kids are so excited to see the town and get ice cream and go around and do stuff luckily there is a mayor there is a good mayor in the town who slowly and surely you know talks to the townspeople and gets everybody to support the children and welcome them. Of course, not everybody does, but most people do. It, she changes a lot of people's minds, and there's a lot of really important lessons about acceptance and not being afraid of what you don't understand and just loving yourself and loving your family, and I just love it. It's, so, it's such a cozy book. It's so... It's so wonderful. I highly recommend it. If you're looking for a cozy story, 
that really embodies the spirit of the summer reading program this year, read The House in the Cerulean Sea. Hi, this is Tracy Carr. A book that I want to recommend that falls into the All Together Now theme is Still Life by Sarah Winman. This is the story of Ulysses Temper. During World War II, he was stationed in Tuscany, and one night he and his commander met this older woman named Evelyn Skinner, and they ended up taking this, you know, trip through the countryside together. Evelyn was there to preserve and restore Renaissance art that was either hidden or uh, in the process of being, you know, destroyed during World War II. They only spent a few hours together, but those hours were very important to Ulysses and Evelyn. They thought about their, you know, their friendship throughout their entire lives, and the book um, spans four decades. I won't tell you whether they ever find each other again, but much of the book is spent, you know, with, with their respective lives and then them almost meeting again, uh, coming very, very close. Evelyn will see his, his daughter somewhere and talk to her for a while. And they, they you know, so anyway, I won't tell you, but it's a great book about friendship and togetherness and found families. Hi, I'm Riley. I uh, work in circulation and talking books here at uh, the Mississippi Library Commission. Today I'm going to be talking about The Secret Society of Irregular Witches by Sangu Mandana, which I actually just finished reading, so it's still very fresh in my mind. Yeah, so it was just a really, really sweet book if you're looking for like a book that is like a good warm cup of tea like it is just a very like comfort book um it is about a british indian witch named mika who gets asked to come mentor these three little girl witches it is a book about community and love and friendship in this universe, witches are supposed to stay apart because they're persecuted and they are more likely to be found out if they're in groups. So Mika's been taught, you know, her entire life to stay away from other witches. But seeing these three girls and how much they love each other and how happy they are together, um, she sort of starts to question, you know, is safe better than happy? And uh, it's just a really, really sweet book. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was very, very feel good. If you like magic, if you like cool female protagonists, I really liked Mika. Uh, I thought she was really fun and uh, sassy, and I liked her love interest, Jamie. If you are interested in reading it, I would say that it is definitely rated mature. Uh, A couple scenes would put it in that rating, but generally it is just a really sweet uh, story. I would say that it's a great story for younger readers if you, you know, make sure that they sort of skip the more mature elements of it. Uh, but yeah, if you like realistic magic and romance and uh, found family dynamics, there is a lot of found family dynamic throughout the story. Yeah, <laughs> those are the things that I liked about it. Hi there. My name's Katie Gill. I'm the cataloging librarian, and I'm also one of the editors and producers of the podcast. 
And the book that I'm talking about for our summer library programming theme, All Together Now, it is a nonfiction book. It's titled Madhouse at the End of the Earth by Julian Sancton. It's about an Antarctic expedition in 1897. The ship is called the Belgica. It was sponsored by Belgium, who wanted to get their name in the game with Polar Expedition. So the ship's a little ragtag. They have no money. The crew is depending on each other as they sail down to Antarctica, where they promptly get stuck in the ice and have to overwinter, spending months stuck with each other in cramped conditions as they battle basically for survival. The book focuses on the crew of the Belgica, but it spends a lot of time focusing on two particular people, Frederick Cook, who's an American doctor, and Roald Amundsen, who's a Norwegian explorer. Cook was allegedly the first person to reach the North Pole. This was later discredited and unproven, while Roald Amundsen was actually the first person to reach the South Pole. A lot of the book talks about Cook and Amundsen's friendship, as they are basically the only two people on the ship who are comfortable with overwintering. Both of them had had previous experience in polar explorations. It talks about how they grew closer and how they became really good friends. The book even tells you right from the start that it's going to be partly about these two guys being friends because it opens with the chapter of Amundsen visiting Cook while Cook is in jail. But aside from those two, it's a really good, well-researched, well-written book about a group of guys who are just in over their heads and how they have to band together and work together and not get on each other's nerves as they are routinely placed in life or death situations and have to fight for survival. I highly recommend it. My name is Lacey Ellenwood and I'm a library consultant at the Mississippi Library Commission. Today I'll be discussing two documentary films that fit perfectly into this year's collaborative summer reading program theme, All Together Now. They each highlight friendship and the importance of community connection. I had the good fortune of serving on the American Library Association Film and Media Roundtables Committee for notable films this year. Each year, this committee selects up to 15 of the best documentary, educational, performance, or how-to titles released on video during the previous and current calendar year. The titles on this list address a new topic that has not been explored, they expand the viewer's knowledge of a particular subject. They may also clarify or explain a difficult topic, making it understandable to a general audience. These films can contribute significantly to the solution of a contemporary problem and expand the boundaries of the film in a new and unusual manner. The first film is titled Calendar Girls, directed by Maria Luhufund and Love Martin Zine. It was selected for the 2022 Sundance Film Festival and has a running time of 84 minutes. The film is available on DVD from Kino Lober. Calendar Girls highlights a Floridian troupe of female amateur dancers all over the age of 60 that perform over 100 events each year. The journey to find oneself and the importance of friendship runs throughout the documentary. The narrative is told 
through revealing conversations from various members and is punctuated by surrealist dance performances, which elevates the film stylistically. It gives me major David Lynch vibes. This documentary is more than just wild and wacky costumes on twirling octogenarians. It tackles the struggles women have with aging, family, and the need for connection near the end of our lives. The second film is perfect for all librarians and bibliophiles. It's called Hello, Bookstore, and is directed by A.B. Zacks with a running time of 86 minutes. This is available on DVD from multiple distributors. A landmark in Lenox, Massachusetts, the bookstore is a magical gem straight from the pages of a Nora Ephron film. Think the shop around the corner from the 1998 film You've Got Mail. All thanks to its custodian and shop owner, Matt Tenenbaum. The documentary chronicles the bookstore's plight to navigate a global pandemic and continue to connect to their community in uncertain times. Romantics for Ephemera and those that understand the power of selecting a book will enjoy this film and its bookshop owner. At a macro level, this documentary speaks to the national struggle of small businesses and their owners. On the micro level, it depicts the simple beauty of human interaction with a book and with one another. I hope that you will give these two films and others from the notable films for adults list a watch and consider adding them to your physical or digital collections. The latest list will be published shortly after this year's annual ALA conference. Thank you for listening and for supporting your local public library. Thank you for listening to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. We hope you will tune in next time, and we encourage you to visit your local public library often.